Chapter 11 This Won't Work Marine was already in mid-conversation. Jessica froze like a deer caught in headlights. And these reports aren't going to work. I'm going to need you to pull new ones. Marine took a seat in front of Jessica's desk, head down as she shuffled through a collection of files. Marine noticed the purse on Jessica's shoulder. Where are you going? Jessica couldn't speak. I need you to run these again, Marine continued, holding up a stack of papers. Gary just told me that he wants to show two years of data for the board to approve our budget. But I submitted my team's budget yesterday, Jessica said, eager to escape. Now we're apparently doing things differently, Gary decided this morning. This is top priority. I need you to stay and help me fix it, even though I don't think it's going to work like he thinks it will. Then why are we doing it? Jessica asked herself internally. Why didn't you tell Gary what you think? Jessica hung up her coat and slowly slid into her chair. She wanted to feel bad for Maureen, sensing her stress, but her frustration at being delayed in getting home to her family devoured any possible sympathy. It was a recurring joke around the office that Maureen would rather stay late than go home to her empty apartment. If you got in her path, the only thing you could do was hope to get the work done as quickly as possible. Anyway, Maureen continued, we're going to have to figure this out because I promised we would have something to show him by Monday at lunch. He looked so stressed when he came to me. I just wanted to do something that would help him, even if he is really hard to deal with sometimes. I know the feeling, said the voice in Jessica's head. Jessica pulled out her phone to let Paul know that she would be running late and would meet him and Lily at the recital. She couldn't even enter her passcode before Maureen thrust a stack of papers at her. Look here, said Maureen, pointing at one of the reports. Jessica put her phone down as she took the stack from Maureen. It was dark when they took a break, the glowing windows of distant buildings replacing the need for stars. I'm going to grab another coffee, Maureen said, rising from her chair. Do you need anything? Jessica ran her fingers through her hair, blinking as she peeled her eyes away from the computer screen. No, thanks. She was trying to be accepting. Maureen was a talented problem solver, a rational thinker, and a hard worker. She had all the qualities of a decent manager. Jessica enjoyed being in the zone with her when they challenged each other and built on each other's ideas. This isn't going to work, said Jessica's inner critic as she shuffled through their edited reports. You're wasting your time. Hold on, she replied to it. There's an opportunity to learn here. If Gary had me involved in the decision-making process, I could have told him why this new way of reporting won't provide us any more insight than the way we did it before, even though it takes more time to pull the data together. Jessica smacked herself on the forehead with the palm of her hand, realizing that saying these things to herself would never create the change she wanted. If this project didn't work out as planned, she would end up having to clean up the aftermath, which meant it was her responsibility to do something about it. She was playing the role of victim by casting Gary and Maureen as the villains, while unconsciously clinging to beliefs like, it's not my job, and 
I can't say no to my boss. In reality, she had put herself in this situation by keeping her mouth shut. Jessica was prepared to voice this when Maureen got back, pleased that at least one piece of learning came from this evening of pointless work. As she glanced at the picture of her, Paul, and Lily in Greece, her determination switched to panic. It was dark outside. Shuffling through the piled folders on her desk, she found her muted phone, jamming the home button to reveal multiple missed calls and text messages. Her hand reached up, her thumb and forefinger finding her temples in the horrific realization at what she had done. The phone fell from her hand, landing on a stack of papers with a dull thud. Jessica's eyes were closed, her cheek on the cool surface of her desk, when Maureen re-entered the room. What's up? Maureen asked. It took all Jessica's effort to lift her head. I missed my daughter's dance recital. A shadow of guilt flashed behind Maureen's eyes. You should have said something. She took a sip of her coffee. Jessica shrugged, dead inside. Just another case of mommy letting the family down, said the voice inside her head. What's left for us to do? Jessica asked, lifting herself upright. There was no point in rushing home. The damage was done.